Hey, big boxers. Welcome to On the Shelf, a program that is dedicated to helping you get your products into big box retail. Tim here with you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is for you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming along on our journey to get your products into big box retail or whatever type of retail you're interested in. As you know, this program is designed to be a DIY on getting your products into retail. And I know that we have a lot of success stories to talk about, and we have a lot of success that we've had here at TLB Consulting, but not everything is always a success. Not everything always goes to plan. And I don't think it would be fair if we did not share with you some of those times when things did not go as we expected and therefore the outcome was not what we expected. I think in order to understand what it takes to get your products into big box retail, you have to see both sides. And that way when it happens to you, you're going to know that it happens to everybody. There is no, it just is happening to me. This scenario is just happening to me. No. What I'm about to talk about and what the story I'm about to tell you just happened, not last week, but the week before. It's a true story. I'm going to tell you exactly as it went down. And you're going to know when this happens to you that it happens. It definitely happens. So you pick yourself up, you move on, and uh, you keep going. That's just the way you do it. This is a numbers game, people. The more people you talk to, the better your chances are of getting in. If you let one bad thing derail you, you're never going to get in because bad things are going to happen. People are going to say no. People are going to say, I don't think that product's going to sell. You have to be persistent. You have to be professional and you have to keep going. All right. So I have a client and we uh, made a appointment to take his products to a big box retailer and we set the appointment, and uh, the buyer seemed very interested at the time. And so we were excited. And, uh, you know, it was a plane trip, so this is not a cheap meeting. This is not a meeting next door. We had to actually get on a plane and go to a different state and rent a car and all the expenses that go into that. And so on the day of the appointment, you know, we were ready. We were definitely ready. We had our presentations. We had our samples. Uh, we were definitely there early enough. Uh, we were able to get into the room early so that we could set it up and uh, position, as uh, I've told you before, position where uh, the buyers are going to sit and where we're going to sit and how it's all going to play out. So we were lucky enough to have that. If you have a picture of it, uh, I might post that on uh, the buyer notes. So here we are. Uh, the meeting's at 3 p.m., and it is now 3 p.m., and we're all set up. And so I pick up the phone to call the extension of the buyer, let them know that we're all ready, and there's no answer. Zero answer. No problem. Happened before. This has happened before. It'll happen again. Buyer may be on the phone, stepped away from their desk, doing a million things. I don't get rattled, folks. I don't get rattled when this stuff like this happens. So eight, uh, 305, call again. Still no answer. Okay, still not getting rattled. All right, no big deal. The buyer knows we're there. I confirmed the meeting with the buyer uh, the day before, just to remind me, because we had made it maybe a month in advance, so I had already confirmed it before we flew there. So, again, not concerned. 310, 
Still no answer. Still no answer. And around 3.15, without ever picking up the phone, the buyer comes rushing in with their assistant. When I say rushing, I mean rushing like they are on fire. And that is never just, you know, buyers rushing into your face-to-face meeting, never a good thing, uh, never a good sign. That means that they're rushing because they're behind. They're rushing because they have something coming up after yours, and they're going to rush through and potentially miss something. So the first thing that the buyer says to me as they rush in and sit down is, I just want to let you know that although we have this category pretty much wrapped up, I wanted I made this meeting because I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. All right, so I can I can tell that you guys can see how this is going, right? Because that statement also not a good thing. Not what you want to hear. Stuff like we pretty much have this category all wrapped up, but I just wanted to make sure we didn't miss anything. I just wanted you guys to get on a plane and come here today so that I didn't miss anything. Hey, big boxers, just a quick announcement from TLB Consulting. Are you looking to scale your business this year? Are you looking to get your products on the shelf of a retailer this year? Well, guess what? Booking a coaching call with me has never been easier. I know based on the past 10 years of working with clients that it can be difficult to be a solopreneur. It can be difficult to scale your business into territory that you've never been to. That's why I have opened up more slots this year than I've ever done before. One of my goals this year is to work with more clients, more solopreneurs, more big boxers looking to get their products into retail than ever before. I wanna work directly with you and share my experiences over the last 25 years of getting products into retail. I wanna share those experiences with you. I wanna talk to you from a place of somebody who's been there and I wanna help you get to where I've gone. Like I said, it's never been easier. All you have to do is go to tlbconsulting.com, click on consulting and then choose the time or the bundle that you want and get it scheduled. Let's kick off 2020 with a bang. Let's get you the information that you need. I'm looking forward to meeting you. All right. So just so you guys know, still not rattled, right? Been in this position before. Again, like I said, I'll be in it again. Stuff like this happens. Just on a side note, I kid you not, I had a buyer one time schedule my meeting on Valentine's Day right? Valentine's Day. I had a 6 p.m. flight. I had a 3 p.m. meeting and he kept me waiting for two hours in the, uh, in the lobby. I did not make my flight that day. So stuff like this happens. Anyway, back to this meeting. So we sit down, I go into my pitch, which was good. My pitch was solid and the buyer had good questions. One of which I was not able to answer. So I wrote it down. And by the way, if you're asked a question in a face-to-face buyer meeting that you don't know the answer to, don't try to fake it. Don't try to make something up. Don't try to wing it. Write it down. Say, hey, you know what? I don't know the answer to that, but I will have it to you within 24 hours. So the pitch went well. 
The buyer seemed, like I said, preoccupied, agitated, uh, like they had someplace else to be, like they had better products than these, uh, which they don't. And uh, so in the end, the meeting lasted all of 12 and a half minutes. And uh, they hopped up, decided not to take any samples with them, and uh, thanked me and said that they would be in touch and were basically out the door. Basically out the door. Now, the meeting in and of itself wasn't bad. They weren't mean to me, and they were not not interested in the product. They just were distracted. They were late. They were pressed for time. Like I said, all of those things, not a good thing, not a good sign. Because when buyers are pressed for time or they're late, they're not paying attention. They're not taking the time to really look at the quality of your product. They're more concerned with where they're going next. So, again, like I said, not rattled here because I know with my experience, we're going to follow up. We're going to get back to them. We're going to answer the question that we didn't know the answer to. And we're going to present them with a program that will fit the needs of what they said that they were looking for. And that's exactly what we did, folks. We went back home and we put together a better program than the one that we offered in the meeting. We enhanced the value. We fit their pricing model. And we sent that letter off uh, or email off with uh, thanks for a great meeting. Here's uh, our thoughts. Here's the answer to your question. Here are the different ways that we feel like we can do business with you. And that's really how you combat a rushed or less than perfect meeting. You follow up right away. You answer questions. You provide value. You lay it out. You put the program in perspective. And then you leave it in their hands. There's nothing that you can do to make them take it. There's nothing that you can do to force them to buy your product. What you can do is not get rattled. Be professional. Follow up quickly. Make sure you understand the business model. And make sure that what you're offering fits that business model to a T. So we did all that. And uh, the buyer decided to pass. At least pass for now. And again, that's okay. That's okay. Would I have rather had a calm, 30-minute, well-thought-out meeting? Yes, of course, always. But that's not always going to happen. So when it doesn't happen, people, you can't let it rattle you in the meeting. You can't turn unprofessional in the meeting. And you still have to follow up. You still have to thank them for their time. They have a very tough job. And so you just hit them on one day that their job was tougher than the the others. Not your fault, not their fault. So they passed for now. What does that really mean? We're going to pass for now. That means that every time you have success with this product, you need to go back to that buyer and let them know what you're doing, where you're doing it, and how it's working out. They will eventually see the value in your product based on what you're doing, who's buying it, and come back to you. This is not over by a long shot. It was just a meeting that didn't go as planned. So I wanted to make sure that you guys know that, hey, in TLB land, not everything goes to plan. In TLB land, not every buyer says yes the first time. In TLB land, things go wrong. It's okay. 
that doesn't mean that we're, you know, folding shop. We're going to, you know, get into the fetal position and start sucking our thumb. No, that means we go harder. We go longer. We go faster. We're still going to make it happen. We're going to come back to this buyer and they are going to buy our product eventually. All right. That's the attitude you have to have. This is not over. All right. Hey guys, listen, do me a favor. If you're liking the podcast, please reach out to us with a question or comment. Please go on iTunes and uh, or Stitcher and leave a comment as to the things that you like about the podcast. Feel free to share it on social. If you want to reach out to us with a question or a comment, which many of you have been doing lately and we appreciate it so much, you can reach us on Twitter at TLB Consult. You can reach us on Facebook at TLB Consulting. Or you can reach us on our email through our website at tlbconsulting.com. Thanks so much for being a big boxer. Thanks for supporting the program. And we look forward to speaking with you again. But until that time, we look forward to seeing your products on the shelf. 